It's Thursday, March 9th. You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Scott Feibusch. The city of Rochester has revoked the Main Street Armory's entertainment license after two women died as a result of a crowd surge following Sunday's performance by rapper Glorilla. The entertainment license is an annual contract between the Armory and the city. It was up for renewal. Police Chief David Smith says it's hard to say what the future will hold right now for that facility. From our end, um, nothing is off the table. Again, it's a wait and see. We have to wait and see what the investigation reveals, and then we have to you know, go forward from there. But again, the key is we need to ensure that, you know, folks going out to see a concert in Rochester are safe and feel safe. A third unidentified woman is still listed in critical condition. Seven other concertgoers are in area hospitals with non-life-threatening injuries after the incident. Developers of the Whole Foods Plaza in Brighton have prevailed in a set of lawsuits that argued that the parking and loading area intrudes on a town recreation trail, but that still might not be the end of the litigation which has dogged the Monroe Avenue development. Opponents Brighton Grassroots said in a statement Wednesday that the verdict was always headed to an appeals court regardless of who won. In his decision, State Supreme Court Justice Scott Odorisi noted that the group's spokesman testified at trial that Wegmans was paying the group's legal bills and described him as a paid lobbyist for the grocery competitor. Brighton Grassroots spokesman Howie Jacobson disputes that characterization. The lawsuit's focused on the original Auburn Trail route that followed an abandoned railroad bed behind the property. Other trial testimonies seem to indicate it was not the trail, but the scale of the, of the development that was at issue, Odorisi wrote in his decision. In some recent off-the-cuff comments by Governor Kathy Hochul on whether she might support a tenant's right measure known as the good cause eviction law caused a stir among advocates and landlords. But as WXXI's Karen DeWitt explains, a spokeswoman for the governor says don't read too much into it. Governor Hochul has proposed in her budget an ambitious housing plan. It would launch the building of up to 800,000 new homes over the next few years. The Housing Committee chairs in the Senate and the Assembly say they'd like to see the good cause eviction legislation be part of that housing package. The measure would require landlords to justify rent increases of greater than 3 percent and would give tenants the power to challenge evictions that they believe are arbitrary, retaliatory, or discriminatory. Hochul has been noncommittal about the proposal, but at an event in Rochester on Tuesday where she was listing steps she wants to take to increase affordable housing in New York, she seemed to tell an audience member that she is considering the idea. Housing for sure, which is why we have a very aggressive housing plan on the books. And It's on our list, too. The questioner was hard to hear, and Hochul's press secretary, Hazel Crampton-Hayes, says the governor did not fully catch the question. Crampton-Hayes says the governor's position has not changed and that the good cause eviction measure is not part of her housing plan. But she says the governor is open to talking to the legislature about any topic. Tenants' rights advocates say they'll keep pushing, but landlords' groups say the measure would be an unfair burden to them and would work against Hochul's goal of increasing the number of available homes to rent. Matt Druin is a landlord in Rochester. He owns several rental units for low-income people and is a member of the Rochester Housing Coalition, made up of private owners, property managers, and developers. He says the measure reflects a disconnect between the lives of the tenants and the realities of the costs of owning and maintaining affordable housing. He says the requirement that landlords must justify a rent increase of more than 3 percent would be de facto rent control and could lead to more substandard 
standard housing and landlords leaving the business altogether. Where this has deleterious effects is on housing choices for low-income people, because I've already seen it post-pandemic, is that responsible housing providers that have provided naturally occurring affordable housing are leaving the space. They're dumping their properties. And now out of state and out of country um, investors are buying up these properties. And he says sometimes there are just unruly tenants that are disruptive to other tenants in a building and a landlord needs to evict them or decide not to renew their lease. He says good cause evictions would limit that. Druin says any new measures to protect tenants also need to take into account the role landlords play in providing low-income housing and the financial risks involved. He says he would support a measure that also helps landlords deal with tenants who don't pay back rent or damage a unit. Low-income housing needs to be de-risked for uh, providers of uh, housing for low-income people, meaning if they do their job, and they do their job to the specification of whatever we set out to be, um, as a, you know, from a policy standpoint, that they should be guaranteed to be paid. Droon says he believes that access to decent housing is a human right, but he says the state's affordable housing system is broken and approving the good cause eviction measure won't fix it. In Albany, Karen DeWitt, WXXI News. And you can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.